on the shit, dudes. All right. Welcome to PSAs with PJ and BS with RB. It's your boys, PJ. I am here with my my BF, my best friend, the dick slapping singer from Rochester, New York. I read Burton. Okay. Thank you. Thank so, you. We're going to get on here. We're going to talk about a lot of shit. It's cool to have someone else on the podcast for once, other than my just dumb ass just talking. So, read if you want to talk about yourself for a quick second. If you want to tell the people who you are, I don't know. I don't have that many listeners, but hopefully the fan base will grow. So, maybe this will be looked on as one of our funniest episodes. Who the fuck knows? This is episode three. So, if you want to tell yourself, Tell, tell a little bit about yourself to the people. All right, yeah. Well, ladies and gents, I am Reed Burton. I am now starting my own podcast called yes, BS with RB. Yes, sir. Um, and I am pleased to join PSA with PJ tonight. We're supposed to have a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to it. All right, Reed. Do you have any idea what you want to talk about tonight? I don't know. Usually I just give myself a second. And I'll think of something. Yeah, think of something, dude. I'm just here right. for the ride, brother. Dude, okay. I was just doing this for probably the last 20 minutes. You ever look at yourself in the mirror and sing music with your headphones in and you're in the moment and you're staring at yourself in the eyes and in the mouth and going, ah, fucking sick. <laughs> uh, considering my entire career is based around that of my voice, I do that sometimes. Mm. Uh, but, uh, it's usually through a speaker. Yeah. But the headphones, it gives you a totally different transcendent vibe. Dude, yes. Dude, I was literally for the past 20 minutes, I was just fucking staring at my Arctic monkeys going, oh, if there were some bitches here, the fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> if there were some ladies here, the legs would be nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> you ever do that? Okay, you ever do that where you like, you fucking... You dress up nice. I think I talked about this in the first episode, but you, or the second episode. It doesn't matter. You dress up nice, and you fucking, you're feeling yourself, and you think, oh, if there's some girls here, they'd be feeling me. And then girls show up, and you're like, ah. Oh, yeah. I always write, I, you know, as a not-so-handsome guy myself, I like to think that I playing dress-up makes me look good, makes me feel good. And then, like, ladies show up, and I don't know how to fucking act. Like, it's just the primal being. I'm just like, ape together strong. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude, you want to know a funny story, yeah, dude? Please. Yeah. One time, again, we don't name names on this podcast. Nope. Yep. But a female. Oh, shit. Hold on. You're probably getting <laughs> frog noise in the back. I am. Let me close I am my a window. Bit. Hold on. Ah. Okay. This is bad. Nice ambience. Ambience. <laughs> just fucking frogs having the coitus in the background, but that's not what we want. So one time a, a certain female, and believe it or not, she doesn't go to our school. And we're not just saying that to be like, ah, dude, you don't know her. She doesn't go to our school. I got you. But she doesn't go to our school. And she sent me nudes one time, and I snapped back with a picture of a thumbs up, dude. <laughs> oh, don't know how to act. Just gave her the, yeah, dude, nice. Like, nice booty cheeks and then just snapped a quick thumbs up is that a fucking stink bug on my dresser doesn't matter ah. gave her the quick thumbs up and was like a nice dude so fucking stupid <laughs> don't think i've talked to her since then. 
think she blocked me. Dude, it's so bad. Am I the only one? I don't know if you can relate to this, but, like, dude, getting nudes is, like, probably the, the fucking weirdest experience of your fucking life. It's interesting. It gets your heart racing in the blood pump. Yeah, dude. My hands get sweaty. Exactly. My legs get jiggly, dude. You, like, ladies, if you're listening to this, dude, sending nudes to dudes just <laughs> fucks with us mentally. Can we put that on a t-shirt, is... send nudes to dudes? Yeah, send nudes to dudes. Because, seriously, like... There have been times when I've been just sitting in bed, not expecting anything to happen. Oh, yeah. And then, and then a girl gets super, yeah, dude, like super freaky over Snapchat all I of a sudden. That. And I don't know how to act because me personally, I don't know if this is you. I don't know. Me and you are alike in a lot of ways. We are. Good dudes stick together. But like, you know, you kind of you, like you get a sexual vibe from a woman. You just get fucking mad awkward. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want to be that. Yeah. You don't want to be that douchebag that's like, oh, yeah, pour it on, baby. But, like, you also don't want to be the fucking square that's like, excuse me, your gluteus maximus doesn't need to be on the screen. Like, you don't want to be well, that fucking guy either. Pete, uh, you know what I like to do? I like to dip my yeah. toe in the water, and then if they're game, it's just it's just debauchery. And then, the, and just, then what yeah. you were saying about being awkward, it, that you're just like, you, you send them your streaks or something, and they snap back, and you're like, do I want to snap back? Or do I just, like, leave it? You know what I mean? Dude, for real facts. For real facts. It's, it's what it is, bro. And you know what I hate? You know what I hate? Is <laughs> when you're, like, you, you, you're, you're talking to a girl or you're snapping a girl and then she gets super sexual. And you're not, if you're picking up on my drift, in the right mind space to do so. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not in the right mood. And I shouldn't say mood. I should say you're not yeah, you're not all there in a way, shape, sense, or form. I got you. And you're like, dude, I'm not ah, I don't know what's gonna happen next. And honestly, that shit so fucking fun at the time, but the next morning, and not so fun. You know what I mean? And not so fun. And yeah. not so fun. Yeah. You know, they say it's all shits and giggles until somebody giggles and shits, you know? Dude, it's for real. You know how many times I've woken up and just seen, like, fucking... Me- you know, like, dude, I don't know if this happens with you, but when you open us, open your, your Snapchat, you see the most recent snaps, and they're, like, fucking messages, you know? Not snaps, yes. but yes. messages. And my balls drop to my ankles, and I'm like, oh, God, yep. what did I do? Yep, yep. And most of the time, 99% of the time, you open it and it's something completely non-related and it's just something fine. But that 1% of the time where you get a message like, yo, what was up with last night? You're like, oh, <coughs> dude, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know? Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry don't about it. Hey, hey, hey. Forget about it. I'm fucking Italian. I'm fucking you know Italian. I mean? I mean, I'm not, but you know what I mean? I am, so it's okay. It's all right. Burton, dude. The big Italian, dude. <laughs> the beast, the boss hog, dude. Oh man, dude. That, dude. It, it is a bitch because, like, you got those friends who are you're just like, yeah, I'm down for anything. But then, like, like you said, just the morning after, it's just game over. You know, actually, I I, I don't know if I because I okay. So last night I recorded a podcast, didn't like the opening, deleted the entire thing, reshot the podcast, and then <laughs> the reshoot was yeah. Okay, PJ was on his tard mode. Okay, reshot the entire thing, or reshot, re-recorded the entire thing, and then that was posted. Right. So, I think I talked about in the first one. Have you ever looked at someone and just gone, "Yeah, dude, I never want to see you naked." I can't be the only one. 
<laughs> and I'm not talking about guys. I'm talking like I'm not talking about like someone you're you're like like if you're heterosexual and you look at someone of the same gender. Like I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you see the gender, the type of person you're attracted to, and you just go, "Ah, never want to see a naked." <laughs> um, you know, there are, there are some. It, it happens a lot with people I know really well, right? Who, like they want to get into shit, and I'm just like, you know what? We've been we've been friends for like six, seven fucking years. I don't need to see that because we got a beautiful thing going right now, and I'm all I'm all set. But right. there are people who I meet and who I'm just like, that's like a mango, that's, that's like a trash bag full of mango pulp. And I just don't want to see it. I just don't want to see it. Dude. It's not to be discriminatory. Holy shit, that is a stink bug on my dresser. I'll show you. I've been, dude, I've been, fu- oh my God, it's a spider. Ew, burn the house down. Burn the house down. Should I kill it now, or should I should I put it in a fucking? Yeah, kill it now because you don't want to wait till we're done with this and then freak out because you don't know where it went. Okay, we're just gonna fucking see it. Oh, dude, this bitch got white spots on it. Just murk the thing. We're gonna kill it with a pair of old underwear, dude. That a boy. A pair of used underwear. Yo, bitch. I, I get fucked. I killed it. Oh, dude, it's carcasses on my underwear. <laughs> the fact Shake it out. Dude, the fact that it's old underwear, that's just inhumane. Well, dude, it's like not old underwear, but like used underwear. And dude, yeah. you know what I love about winter? This is the one thing I love about winter, right? Yeah. And we're going to get real serious with the dude stuff right now. You yeah, ever you reuse a pair of underwear because it's wintertime? Your balls don't really sweat in the wintertime? Yeah, I feel you. I dude. And then you go into the summer and you fucking use two pairs of underwear a day because your balls are like the Hoover Dam without the Hoover Dam, you know? Yeah. It's just uh, fucking. You know, you know what I do is in the summer, I like to go commando a lot because what's the Dude. point if you're going to keep changing out? You know, you, you wear the same pair of shorts the whole day mm-hmm. and then you take them off at the end of the day. You take a shower, put them right. bitches in the dirty clothes, wait for them to be washed. Right. You put on a pair of sleeve shorts. And you're well, done. my the only reason I think why I don't go commando as much as I could do. You wear a lot of jeans. I wear a lot of jeans. And for anybody who knows what fucking jeans are, dude, you got that metal <laughs> zipper. Yo, dude, don't want tire tracks on my dick. I feel you. You know, I don't want my wiener to look like a piece of raw hamburger by the end of the day. <laughs> Don't want my shit to look like shredded chicken by the end of the day, you know. But the also <laughs> the problem if I wear shorts, like I put, you know me, I do the Bon Jovi spread. Yeah, I fucking spread my legs out, put them up on shit all the time, all the time. I'm not trying to have my legs show a nice little piece of taint or ball, you no, know, exactly. or even worse, full peen action. Like that's what I'm most scared about. And honestly, that's why I don't like to. Oh man. Um, especially when it's like dead of summer and it's like Arizona heat, you got moth moss growing down your ass. Oh, dude, and your yeah. nuts are hanging down four inches than they they regularly are. Mm-hmm. But you got just whole nuts hanging down the left side of your pant leg. If you lift that leg up, it's game over. It's game over. A couple people. Yeah, that's sexual harassment, and you didn't even <laughs> want to do it. Oh, uh, dude, you know what? You know what? Honestly, I'm. 
this is something that I, I think I talked about earlier, and this is something that it will always get me. Dude, I believe in God, right? Yeah. But that's not the point. Yo, right. God, why did you make my ass cheeks so fucking hairy? Hey, dude. We got the Neanderthal genes, bro. Right, dude. Yeah, like anybody who has seen my legs goes, holy shit, this kid's got some hairy ass legs. But like anybody, okay, and most people think, oh, it probably stops at like his cat. Nah, dude, got a hairy ass. Don't give a mm-hmm. fuck. And you know what's funny is like the more guys I talk to and the more close I get to, to, to other dudes, you know, and not in like a weird way, but like in a way that we could talk about random shit. And honestly, that's another thing I think is awesome about guys is you could literally meet a guy four hours later and then four hours after you meet him be talking about how hairy your guys' asses are. Yeah, it doesn't take long for dudes to get acquainted with each other mm. feel comfortable around each other. Um, right. The thing I, the thing I was going to say is that my entire face and head, I mean, I got at least over a foot and a half length of hair. And then I got, I got you know, about a six inch long beard. Right. Good day. Right. You can only imagine what my <laughs> fucking ass crack looks like. Dude. And you know what sucks? You know what sucks? Uh, it like in the bedroom, in the bedroom, right? Yeah. When you're with a woman. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the dude with the hairy ass. So you either A, shave it, which is equally as terrible, because then you actually have to live with the fact that, yeah, dude, shaved my ass. Or you just let it go, and then you have to be the dude with the hairy ass. Yeah, dude, it's a double-edged sword. You don't win anyway. Yeah, you know, some fucking crackheads nair it and let their fucking butthole catch fire. Yeah, dude, I would not be able to do so. Uh, Yeah. I would not be able to fucking nair my butt and just be okay with that. You know what I mean? I would not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I give the, uh, I give the devil's driveway a good, a good, you know. Yeah. You know, you got to trim every now and then. You got to trim the, you got to trim the dirt road. You got to trim the, the, the meat and two veg. You got to trim, trim. And honestly, what's funny is it's been, I'll be honest. It's been, well over a year since I've done anything remotely sexual. By sexual, oh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, more than making out with a with a mm-hmm. woman. It's been over a year since I've yep. done that, dude. Same I still me. keep it trim, trim. Yep. And you know what's I- funny is it's it's funny because like I'm expecting just a a random girl to be like, yeah, whip out your cat, right? Just like yeah, just on the day you decide to shave, be like, yeah, you want to come over? Yeah. yeah. It's not like, and to be completely honest, it's not going to happen. No. Yeah. But I like to keep it trim, trim. Mm-hmm. By the way, to any of the male listeners, and I'm sure, like, to you personally, yo, dude, <laughs> the lawnmower 2.0 and 3.0, total good investments. You know, you know, what I like to do is I like to let it go for about two-ish weeks. Yeah. And I hit it with that lawnmower, and then I hit it with a regular razor. Mm-hmm. That's a oh, fact. personally, I cannot do skin tight. I can't do skin tight for real. I get mad. I get mad razor burn, and then my, my fucking genital area ends up looking like some octopus tentacles. It just does not work. Genitalia? Yeah. Like... This shit looks like the little suckers on the bottom of the octopus tentacles. Like, it does not. 
<laughs> it does not work out for me. It doesn't, yeah. Fucking makes my genitals look like Vietnam. You know, it doesn't <laughs> work out for me. So, like... It doesn't work out for the Americans. So, like, I like to keep it trim-trim, you know, enough, you know. Yeah. But, like, yeah. also, I kind of like a little bit there, not going to lie. I like a little bit there. You know, it reminds me I'm a, I'm a young man. I've got, I got testosterone coursing through my veins, you know, through That's my fair. veins. You know, and that's kind of the reason why, like, I've also had people tell me, like, PJ, just shave your legs, you know, because you know me and like me and you are like the same. We have like hairy ass legs, right? We do. They're like, dude, just shave your fucking legs. I'm like, no, dude, this fucking whack. Okay, like, you know, uh, uh, summer, uh, it was I think it was like two years ago. Uh, It might have been last year. Um, No, it was two years ago. Um, I was having a little bit of fun with some buddies of mine, and uh, we had the ingenious idea to go out and buy wax strips a couple hours earlier before oh, we all began dude. our festivities. And Deadly. the ladies wanted the ladies wanted to wax their legs. Well, lo and behold, there was extra wax strips left over, and I had two perfect rectangles in the middle of my fucking shins, mm. just hairless. Dude, wax is deadly. Mm-hmm. My sister went through cosmetology, or like got her cosmetology license, and one of the things that they learned how to do was was waxing. Yeah. And it was funny because she would practice haircuts on me, and then also practice any of the other cosmetology shit that went on. So oh, to, to expose myself, at one point, I had a manicure and pedicure by my sister. Oh, dude, hey, not about. Hey, it. I'll tell you what: a good pedicure is the way to go. Some days, I'll tell you what. Facts, man. but as a dude, yeah, dude. I wanted to cop my dick off because I thought I didn't deserve it. (laughs) But she did waxing and we decided to wax my body, dude. Deadly. You ever catch a wax strip across the nipple, dude? Oh, make you want to jump out of yourself. I mean, you, you were a swimmer up until like a year ago. Right. And so okay, gonna... I did cut my legs during swim season. I cut my legs. I did shave my legs during swim season because it's supposed to shave time off, and it did. Um, but dude, never again. Never again, dude. It took yeah. me like thirty minutes. It was like a chainsaw, you know, a sand, an orbital sander. D- did it all. Had to get the had to get the hedgehog in there. Right, like it was terrible. It was terrible. No, thank you. No, thank you, man. No, thank you. Um, we're coming up on 19 minutes. Yeah. Just hit 19 minutes. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I try to keep these shits short so that people can listen to them easier. I mean, it doesn't matter. At the Honestly, at the end of the day, someone's going to listen to it all. So ah, it doesn't matter. I mean, how long do you usually go for? Dude, honestly, I don't give a shit. Okay. Like a dude. I don't give a single flip floppy fuck about how long these are. Hey, we were listening to Greta Van Fleet tonight. You said you wanted to talk about them. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so earlier tonight, me, uh, well, excuse me, Reed, I, and because we're not naming <laughs> names on this fucking podcast, regardless if it's a good story or a bad story. In this yeah. case, it's a good story. It me, uh, well, excuse me, Reed, I, and Shona, <laughs> we're hanging out, having a fire in Shona, backyard. 
And also, is a great person. Let's just yeah. come on and say that. They are amazing. They are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, dude, I don't know why, but whenever I'm out at fires or just hanging out with some friends in the summertime, I don't know why, but it fills me with not butterflies in my stomach, but that feeling of like, yo, dude, this is it. Being a little childish, you know? Yeah. Like, it brings you back to a simpler time and a time where nobody gives a shit. And still, nobody gives a shit, but people give a little bit of shit, but it doesn't really matter. But a time before I had to worry about my life or a time before I had to worry about any of the other shit that goes on right now. Exactly. It takes me back to a time that, like, where I could simply enjoy things for for the sake and for the fact of enjoying them. Right, man. And tonight I noticed that and I was like feeling that kind of euphoria where I was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. I'm hanging out. Teddy, shut the hell up anyways. <laughs> you know, I was feeling that type of euphoria. I was feeling that type of feeling. And I was like, yo. And that's when we came up with the idea to do a joint podcast. I was like, yo, dude, remind me to bring up this shit. Remember to do that. So thank you for doing that. But that's all I wanted to say, dude. Bonfires, hanging out with your friends at all. Dude, they're the best. They're simply the best. <laughs> Yeah, some of the some of the greatest conversations I've ever had in my entire life were around either a bonfire or in an empty parking lot or like just in a kid's backyard playing football. Like, dude. Yeah, most of most of the most of the you know, not life changing, but you know, mood changing, mood altering conversations I usually have right. are either by a by a fucking <clears throat> uh, fireplace or in a kid's bedroom, just one on one at like. You know, two or three in the morning, or for me and you, on your fu- in your fucking neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Remember that night? Yep. Yeah, dude. Dude, dude. To anybody who wants to know how me and Reed, how excuse me, how Reed and I became good friends, me and him hung out, walked around his neighborhood, talked about random shit, and that's how we became good friends. Yeah, literally, I was just like, you want know to come over, and he was like, yeah, I was yeah. like, great. And we just, dude, we just walked around, talked about the most random ass shit and had good times. And honestly, those conversations, the types of feelings where you're just talking about random shit for the sake of talking about it and having fun with it and not getting up up in arms about anything. Those are the type of conversations that I live for. And I think those are the type of conversations that anybody lives for. But, yo, nothing can replace. Like, honestly, dude, you could be in on vacation in Cabo with hot chicks all around you as a dude or like hot partners all around you it still does not replace the feeling of being with friends and being with like close people who you're close with or experience shit with yeah i agree you know it all goes back to that almost childish euphoria of Mm -hmm. feeling so comfortable with the person that you you don't feel worried when you tell them some of your deepest shit you don't feel worried when you just bring up the most random shit like hey I took a shit today and it was great. Like that kind of stuff. Like right. you're able to laugh about that. You don't feel like you're going to be judged over something as stupid as that. And when it's really right. childish humor and it's funny a lot of the times. Right. And dude, I like, I can't tell you how many times where you ever like just sit back while you're in a conversation, you're in a situation with a bunch of people and you just kind of think to yourself, like you go and like, you know, like that, that, that type of time where you just kind of like, stare off in a space and think about random shit. Like I can't tell you how many times I've been with a group of people or been in a situation where I've done that and been like, dude, this is it. Like, this is what it's all about. 
This is the whole yeah. reason why people live life. Like, this is the whole reason why we're alive on Earth. Like, yeah, the you know the amount of people I see and the amount of friends I see who, who like to indulge in materialistic, you know, oh, unimportant dude, so items. Dumb, first of all, yeah, the most the, the amount of people I see is because we live in a materialistic society. But right when I get with the people who care about each other on uh, an emotional non-materialistic level those are the people who i want to spend my each and every day with and who i want to talk about until or to who i want to talk with until two or three fucking a.m you know what i mean right dude and like it's funny because like i have a lot of friends and you have a lot of friends who do that type of shit where they're just focused on how they look to other people oh yeah Oh, yeah. And that's so fucking stupid, dude. Because at the end of the day, as far as we know, like as far as science proves and as far as anybody who has cognitive reasoning knows, you get one shot, right? Yeah, you, you get, get one, one shot, shot at the whole thing. One right? So you might as well just fucking go at it and not care about any of the bullshit that falls life. Like, honestly, probably the, the stupidest thing that I, I still don't know why is a part of high school, but like the whole click thing. Like, why these oh, yeah. different social groups and why everybody just doesn't hang out with everybody. Because, honestly, everybody has something to offer, right? No matter who you are, no matter if you're homeless, fucking stupid, like, ignorant, like, Smart, non, rich, like, wealthy. yeah, it doesn't matter. You have something to, to offer. And yeah. I think that is the stupidest thing about high school, the fact that people still segregate themselves in certain friend groups and won't hang out with someone purely based on principle that they're not in the same friend group. Like, dude, that is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. You know, I, I, re- I really pride myself on the fact that I dip my toe into a lot of right. know, different quote-unquote cliques in high school. I mean, the, the one thing that I really prided myself on was my individuality. It, throughout my entire uh, high school experience, there was not one kid, there was not one uh, man, I should say, that grew his hair out as long as I did. Yeah. And who grew a beard by the fucking tenth grade? How? You know why I did that was because I didn't give a fuck. I don't care. Yeah. You should love me and care about me and talk to me for who I am. Right. Not dude. for what I look like. And you know that that's a lot. That's a huge problem with relationships these days. It's a very materialistic level. It's all you know base level right. shit. There's no beneath the iceberg operating here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you're doing. And I've always said this, and I'll say it now, dude. Speaking about relationships. Uh, looks get me to your feet personality get me to your door like yeah i might talk to you because you're hot or because you're this that and the other thing or because you're giving off a good vibe but if dude if i talk to you and you're a fucking pile of bricks don't give a shit not going to talk to you anymore like i give a shit if you're the hottest chick in the world if you don't have anything off to offer other than your looks dude don't give a fuck right and i think it's sad that that kids don't understand that because especially in my senior year, my junior and senior year, I think uh, I understood this dude. There were so many people at the high school that I didn't know. And that I got to know that like, I wouldn't have given a second chance just off basic principles that I gave a second chance or, or gave a chance to in general. And dude, they were like the greatest fucking people I knew. And like the biggest fucking example I have of this was joining the swim team, dude. Going to be honest, the swim team's full of nerds and weirdos. But honestly, the coolest fucking people you'll ever meet. 
Yeah. And it, they were like super genuine. They were super welcoming. I got to be part of a team. Everybody liked everybody. Like there wasn't one person that we picked on exclusively. Like just everybody was going to the same thing. And the one thing that we held in common, well, at first was swimming. And like, right. like there were just so many people on the team that did such a great job and such a, an amazing part in just being open. And like right. that, honestly, in sophomore years, what kind of clicked with me was like, yo, dude, maybe you should start giving other people a chance. And you know, what's funny is, again, not going to name names, but the sweetest, nicest person in my grade, by my opinion, and I'm sure if anybody has held a conversation with her, it's a girl, the sweetest, nicest person in her grade, like, isn't popular by any stance. Yeah. And I think that's the dumbest shit in the world, dude. Like mm-hmm. she is like an amazing person. If she ever by any chance was like, Hey PJ, do you want to hang out? I jump on that shit pronto. Right. And is she the best looking? No, not going to lie. Is she the most popular? No. Is she probably rich? No. But is she the nicest fucking person you'll ever meet? And the most genuine person you'll ever meet? Yes. And the fact that she's not in everybody's mind all the time is like, freaking stupid to me it's mind-boggling it's stupid because you think about that you're like dude and it's funny because usually that's the way it goes with high school it's the rich kids it's the popular kids the kids that wear gucci shit and drive fucking beamers that have become popular but they're pieces of shit when you get to know yeah and i'm not saying all popular kids are pieces of shit i'm just saying usually statistically that's the way it goes yeah, and you know that's that, that's a huge part of why I was drawn to the music scene. Right. You know the the theater scene really differentiates because you either get stuck with prima donnas or you get stuck with kids like me who yeah. just love what they're doing right. and don't really give a fuck if they get a lead or not. Right. But what really drove me to the the music scene was it was kids who were like minded as I was who just wanted to get together in a fucking room with four of their best friends and create music and watch people or make people happy just through the power of music and just through this fucking sound that resonates right. through their ears. It just makes a person happy. Dude. And that's why I love doing what I do. Jimmy Hendrix or not Jimmy Hendrix. Stevie wonder said it best. Music is a universal language in which we all understand. And I dude, like, okay. For people who don't know, dude, the fact that me and Reed started performing together or started playing together in a band junction whatever the fuck you want to call it i don't know if we know a name or not but it doesn't matter the first the first name was fifth junction and then we moved to junction and then we moved to whatever the fuck we want to call it because we're cool yeah. like that flow so smooth damn. like we got it on tap damn ah. so dude the way we started playing together is we were preparing for our sophomore year prism concert and which, if you don't know, the Prism concert is a concert in which all the music departments in the school get their, you know, top performers and they do a bunch of musical numbers. And it's like, a lot of fun. It's a fucking hodgepodge of a good time. It's great. And we were Dr. Beauregard, excuse me, Dr. Beauregard's group. And Reed came into the studio one day and was like, hey, guys. And we were like, hey, Reed do you want to sing on a song? We just need some vocals. And you said, sure. And do we sang it? And we were like, ah, you're a part of the group now. And you were like, word. And then we did the prison concert. And for anybody who doesn't know the, what it was like 2017, 2016, 2017. Uh, it, it would have been in 2018. 2018 prison concert was probably 
the time that we played all on the watchtower, but the Jimi Hendrix, well, actually, it's technically by Bob Dylan, but the Jimi Hendrix arrangement of the song. Yeah. It was the fucking craziest Prism concert anybody's gone to. It was. We had a we had a dope-ass light show. We had a, a fucking ovation in the middle of our song. Dude. The climax hit. Oh. And it was, it was fucking sick because I think the funniest part was we were the only, I guess you could call it rock band type sound yeah. that was there. And the following year, I think we did pretty good as well playing um, all, these, all things these things that, things I done that I've done by, by, uh, the, the killers. by the killers. Dude, and it was funny because we were always the outstanders. But you know, it was funny. We always got a fucking killer reaction from the crowd. And I don't think, and honestly... That- you know that that's what we work towards. We work for the reaction. As much right. as we love the music, we we do our best. I mean, that's why we practice for months and weeks before the before the show. We do it right. to perfect the music. But right. once we perfect the music, we add the show, and right. we add the show to get a reaction. And that's what we love seeing is the fact that people react to our music in such a way that makes us smile when we're on stage. Right. And I think honestly, as the one behind the the drum set, I'll never forget the moment when I was playing, I was playing the song and I'm getting into it and whatever. And you fucking, you had a hair tie in at the beginning of the song. And at the very yeah, last part when you're like, all along the watchtower, like whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. a terrible part. That's a terrible run of it, but it's <laughs> fucking shitty. But like when you took that man bun out and you fucking whipped your hair back, I was like, dude, this is fucking sick. Cause not only did I see you whip the hair bun out, and do some Chris Brown type shit on stage and whip your hair around. <laughs> Dude, I was sitting behind set and all I could hear was the fucking the people inside the the, the auditorium at Penfield going fucking ape shit. And I was like, "Dude, this is this is what it's about." And like honestly since that day I've been chasing that feeling or trying to yeah. harness that feeling because it was it was just like honestly at that moment anything could happen. You know, if someone could have fucked up and our guitarist did fuck up. I mean, he didn't fuck up. He pulled his fucking cord out of the fucking Yeah, but that, that, that was no fault to his own. It was just because yeah. it was like a fucking five-foot-long yeah. cord. And yeah. was going, he was going to absolutely ham. Ham shit on it. And honestly, I would love to listen to what the solo would have sounded like if it didn't come out. But, dude, it was, it was just... It was the shit. It was the fucking shit, dude. Like, we went ape shit on there. And people were like, fuck yeah, these kids are doing something different. They're kicking ass that- up there. Like... And that's the great part about being a musician is a musician is that it's it's like any other thing where you get to chase that feeling every time you perform. And honestly, whether you're playing in front of 15 people or 1500 people, yeah. if you're able to get that high, it doesn't fucking matter what Dude, we're it does playing. not matter. It doesn't matter. I've played I've played some of the shittiest dive bars and I've played some very nice, you know, I played coffee shops, I've played restaurants, I've played I played halls before in my theatrical performances and when you get that high and you enter that transcendental uh mindset because you love what you're doing it's yeah. the best thing ever it's better than any fucking drug i've ever done right and honestly i think from the few gigs that i've played with you or in general right i think probably the one of the one of the most fun experiences i ever had one of the one of the best experiences i've ever had in life in general dude was playing at 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 oh, fuck what do you call it boulder uh, cafe yeah yeah dude we played for probably two and a half to three, hours. three hours yeah 
and just played random shit. And I mean, our closing yeah. song, which we thought was going to be Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix, we played, okay, first of all, we played a 15-minute version of Watchtower. It was fucking killer. And it was fucking awesome. It was fucking insane. And then, dude, we were like, they were like, play one more, play one more, play one more. So I think it was you or, or Devin who looked at the rest of us and went, do you guys know uh, Simple Man by, by Leonard Skinner? And I was like, yeah, fucking. I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard it. And we played it and it was fucking awesome. And people went nuts. And I think that's, that's honestly the best example I could give to anybody talking about or thinking about music is like, dude, yeah. we, we never rehearsed that song. Nope. We never talked about that song. We never talked about doing it. We never told each other to go listen to it. We were just yep. on stage and we didn't know a song to play. So we were like, yo, Simple Man by Lynn Skinner. And it was fucking insane. It's one of my favorite because, vocal pieces, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, dude, that's just the shit. Yeah, moral of the story. If you're able to chase that high without being, you know, fucking stupid about it yeah yeah yeah, exactly without being stupid about it because you know you and i have experience with that if you're able to chase that high without being stupid about it it's the best shit you can fucking do yeah and i think music isn't the only thing that does it i think athletics does that i think being i think honestly one of the best feelings you could ever feel is being in a in a certain situation with someone and i'm not talking about like a sexual situation but just being in a situation alone with someone who you deeply connect with, it's the same high. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It's like the same shit that you get when you're talking to someone in a super deep conversation and you're totally exposed and totally naked of everything else. Yeah. And you just fucking. Yeah. You know, that, that it's, it's really in our day and age, it's either very easy or very difficult for right. someone to be vulnerable because someone can go through a lot of shit in their life and have the hardest time opening up to somebody or somebody can go through a lot of shit in their life and be overly vulnerable in which they get hurt even more, which is a sad truth. Right. Right. Totally agree. Totally agree. And I think, dude, that's like, Oh dude, it's crazy to think about because like you think about like, imagine how many people you've told your life story to. Yeah. And just knowing it's not many, but it's a, it's a fair chunk. Right. And just knowing that they could completely, fuck up your life by telling everybody that but then at the same time being completely comfortable with the fact that they know that because it allows them to know you on a deeper and a uh like a like an almost um like amazing level to which you guys know each other so well at the same time being able to learn new things about each other but knowing each other so well to the point where you can you can do anything and say anything around this person and feel totally comfortable. Like, I think that is honestly probably the, one of the best feelings in life. Right. No, I agree. Right. But fucking insane, dude. But dude, we got super deep on this, bro. I know. I loved it for all you, for all you people out there, for all you people out there. If you hear me going like this, I have sunflower seeds in my mouth right now and I've been nibbling on those. So I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. So, so good. Sunflower seeds but- are the shit, by the way. They are, dude. People are ranch. sleeping on sunflower seeds. David or original ranch sunflower seeds. Oh, dude, ranch are the shit. Get out of my face, bro. Ranch sunflower seeds are the fucking shit. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's good? I mean, 40 minutes, about to be 40 minutes for a podcast. It's pretty lengthy. Yeah, PJ. Dude, we got into it. 
we did, and I, I I can't wait for this to be published and listen to it back because I think there's some good fucking. There's some like... good fucking bits in here, dude, and they're not bits; they're true words. But yeah, do you want to do the closing, or do you want me to do it? It's your it's your podcast, brother. When I have you on mine, I'll do the closing. But you got this word. All right. So for anybody who has gotten this far and listening, or for anybody who has listened this far, or fucking actually endured the forty minutes and so far ten seconds of this fucking podcast. We sincerely thank you. We appreciate all the support that you give. And, you know, we're just out here having a good time. If anybody takes offense, dude. We mean nothing by it. We mean nothing by it. So blow it out your ass. Don't give a fuck. Um, (laughs) ah, Dude said it. Ah. it. So, dude, just listen to it. Listen to parts of it. Listen to segments of it. We don't care. Um, I hope everybody has a good night. And, dude, I've been doing this thing where I tell everybody to stay lucky. At the end of our fucking podcast. I like that. that. So, hey, hey, everybody, stay lucky. Stay cooling with it. Stay the freakiest of the ickiest, the ickies of the stickies. And uh, that's it from us. Yeah. Read. Do you have any? uh, any, Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll add a little tidbit. Um, uh, Coming about tomorrow or possibly Tuesday, I'll have my own podcast BS with RB uploading. And that is so, and I'll have that DJ is on that later on. That is B capital B period capital S period space with with space R, R capital R really. Yep. Um. Dot R period B period. So if anybody wants to go check out that podcast, whenever it comes, it comes. Yep. We'll Hopefully, just be talking about music, a little bit of politics, some history, right? If even yeah. that. Right, but dude. yeah, it'll be fun. Right, I'll, dude. Have, I'll get PJ on that bitch, and we'll spin some discs. Hell yeah, dude! Spin some discs, a vinyl, a vinyl reference, all about no, it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, stay frosty, PJ. You got this. Stay lucky, stay cool with it, and uh, hey, that's all we got to say. That's all we got to say about the ish that we said about. You know what I mean? All right, I got you. Peace in the Middle East, babies, dudes. See ya.